Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus Welcome back to the warm-up program. My name is Al Dukes. I got CeeLo today. Uh, Jerry is hosting this morning with uh, Gio. We got tomorrow as well. Oh, yeah. Will tomorrow you find a way well. to work childbirth into tomorrow's show? We'll see what, uh, see what happens. All right. I'll see what happens. Uh, I did see a video during the break. Uh, I guess there was the big Carton and Roberts versus Tiki and Tierney softball game over the yeah, weekend. Saturday night in Staten Island. Staten Island. I saw a, a play after you alerted me. There's video on uh, Evan Roberts' uh, feed of Tiki Barber playing, I guess, center field. Left center, yeah. Left center. Because outfield, you got, or softball, you got the four outfielders. He went, do you say would, vertical or horizontal? Horizontal. horizontal parallel horizontal, to the ground. Parallel to the ground yeah. for an incredible full-out sprint diving catch. Yes. That uh, is unbelievable. And managed to not hurt himself on the landing either, which I yeah. was, as I was watching it, it was right behind me. I was playing shortstop, turned around, and this happened like, you know, 20 feet from me. And I was like, this is insane. He looked like Walter Payton yeah. going over the pile. Dude can still can still move. Unbelievable. And later in the game, he would tell me his quad, uh, he like he made another attempt at a play and like looked like he might have come up a little. And I'm like, you good? He's like, oh, yeah, but my quad's been shot for a while. And I'm like, you just made this absurd play just a few innings ago on yeah. a full sprint. You, guy's in incredible shape. He runs marathons. Like, he's a machine. Yeah. And a lot sometimes, like, we've played softball over the years, and the, um, sometimes the former NFL players are not good at baseball, softball. Yeah. Sort of thing, like Ray I Lewis, saw a little Ray of that Lewis. in this game. Not Not from Tiki, but... From some others. Yeah. So Tiki is good, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He can still run. And, I mean, this catch, I, I'm not 
Al saw it. I'm not overstating it. Like, I thought you were overstating it at first. No. And then the video first shows it's too far away. You're like, I go, ah, you can't even really right. see. And then the video zooms in. And it's slow a little motions. blurry, but it, but you can still get a feel for it. Like you if can. they had, if they were like filming this game from up above in HD quality, and you threw that onto like a top ten plays for the, like, oh for sure, it would have fit right in and easily been maybe number one, number one play of the, of the weekend. It was insane. Damn. Yeah. Good for him. I'm gonna congratulate him when I see him yeah. in the hallway for that Hopefully catch. He's not uh, feeling sore. A couple yeah. days later, you better not Prob- be limping. Probably not. Man, I guess see this, and that's what an NFL player is. His partner today might be hurting a little bit. Tiki or Tierney? Yeah, hurt himself. A little hamstring situation. Right. He well, called listen. it late last week. He said, "Oh, I'm definitely gonna pull something." Yeah. Well, it's happened. You're running around, and you're yeah. not used to running around. Yeah. Tiki Barber's used to running around. He is. Now, the Mets lost uh, two of three to the Cardinals last over the weekend. Last place Cardinals, yeah. Last place Cardinals. Uh, last Yesterday, they uh, they tied the game up at seven. It was looking good. Tommy Pham hit a home run. Francisco Lindor had a home run in right this game. Right after his daughter, his oh, second yeah. daughter was born. And on Father's Day, I mean, yeah, it, was it was all the feels. It was, it was all the feels, and it was all ready to go. And then uh, Nolan Arenado hit his second home run of the game. Game over. Yep. Adam Adovino served it up. Is that right? Yes. He said after the games, the first home run he's allowed to a right-handed hitter this year. Oh, good and timing. And the first home run he's given up on his sinker in two years. Oh, his okay. I don't know, his words. His sinker. Yeah. It well, was, or, you know, two-seam fastball. Yeah. Now the Mets go to Houston tonight. Yeah. With Max Scherzer on the mound. That's right. Which all eyes will be on Max Scherzer again tonight. And then you get Verlander in the series against oh, the is former that right? team as well. He'll pitch tomorrow, right? That's normally so. how, they, yeah. how they go. Yeah. Now, Pete Alonso returned early. Very early. Very early, right? Yeah, they had said three to four weeks. What did he miss, like 11 days or games? No, he came back and promptly went 0 for 4. With three Ks. Three Ks yeah. and a booted ball at first base. <laughs> so, welcome and back. They, and they sent Vientos back. Yes. To, and I got to double check this. I believe I saw that he hit two home runs and drove in seven. Down in Syracuse? Up or in, up yeah. in Syracuse? I got to double check that. Because that's just, guy couldn't get on the field here. Now I get it. Some guys are the old quadruple A player. Because I got to be fair. It's like when he when he was playing, he wasn't killing it. You would have liked to see him maybe get like an extended run of at bats, but that just wasn't going to happen. So he, he goes back and it looks like he had himself a, a monster return to triple A on Sunday. Let me see here. I saw even Daniel Vogelback had a home run Friday. Yeah. Bomb after, too. After, after he got mental ba- break. Yeah. Upper yeah. decker. Yep. That was good to see. Yeah, good for him. Uh, where we got here? Are the Mets boring also, do you think? Of course they are. Oh. Yeah. Yes, you're boring us also, Mets. You're boring. You're boring us. Well, no, I like I said, I mean, look, they're frustrating right now. They're under 500. They're yeah. underperforming. At least in just looking at yesterday's game, like they gave you a comeback. They scored some runs. You know, it was a tie game in the ninth. Like, you felt like I got a chance to win here, but it, it, didn't, it didn't work out. It did not work out for them. Now. I know you wanted to talk about this, CeeLo. The Dodgers did hold their pride night. Their controversial yeah, well, pride I, night. I don't know where I, whoever, wherever I saw this was not the case. Vientos was not in the lineup yesterday. All no. right, so disregard so somebody that. lied to you. Uh, I don't know. I saw something. I, somebody said something. Whatever. It doesn't matter. It didn't happen. The Go Dodgers ha- had their very controversial pride night, yes, CeeLo. Right. It happened on Friday evening. The this. back and forth. Oh, wait. Was this not the same as the... Um, 
that group. Yeah, this group. This is what this, this was. This is what happened Friday. Okay. okay. So the, the long-awaited Pride Night at Dodger Stadium where the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence were That's, invited. Yes. Then they were disinvited. Then they were re-invited and they were going to be given an award. And then Clayton Kershaw had a bit of an issue with it. Yes. Yeah, or uh, wanted to make sure that they were promote, what is it, uh, Christian Night or whatever yes. down the road. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So I guess there were a lot of protesters uh, in front of the stadium and in the stadium, but it wasn't as uh, crazy. Uh, th- nothing crazy happened. Okay. And the Dodgers gave them their award um, at, like a full hour before the game started. Probably a smart decision. So there was barely anybody in the stadium. Yeah. So it's Safe now face. behind everybody yeah, right, right. Right, right they we can try to they're going to try to distance themselves from whatever did their best to diffuse the situation yes yeah. so invited disinvited reinvited with an award but award giving an, given an hour before the yeah. game not a lot of people in the stadium all good it was almost like the award like you see the award shows for whatever tv movie yeah. you know and they they show the like earlier tonight yeah. that situation. Yeah. Earlier tonight we gave out an editing not, award. Yeah, not part of the main show. Yeah. And we're gonna just quickly gloss gloss over. Gloss it, yeah. right over. There you go. All right. Well try to try to satisfy all parties, it seems. Presented by T Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Then here's a weird story, which I'm really still trying to you know, sometimes there's a story and you you read the story and you still don't feel like you fully grasp what's going on. And uh-huh. that's what happened here to me with this story about the St. Louis Cardinals and the Cardinals Hall of Fame. They wanted to induct 2011 postseason hero David Freeze. Yes. He was World Series MVP, wasn't he? He was, uh, think. He was the MVP of both the NLCS and... And the World Series. That's right. Right? So they wanted to induct him. And after thinking about it, he declined. He did not want to be in the Cardinals Hall of Fame. He said, quote, I look at who I was during my tenure, and that weighs heavily on me. So he humbly declined. Did he think he wasn't worthy enough career-wise and that he just had a big 2011 postseason? sounds like. And that he doesn't feel like he deserves Hall of Fame status. I mean, you think, look, the Cardinals organization is, you know, one of those franchises that's, like, iconic. And they've had so many great players over the years. So maybe when he looked at who he'd be joining, he didn't didn't feel worthy off of just really what boils down to a couple of weeks. A couple of very important weeks. Yes. I say Hmm. not a lot of people would reject that. Right. I guess this is not the best comparison. but like right. Scott Brocious for the yeah. Yankees in 98 was a great sensational. Post-season. But, like, would you think of him as a Yankees Hall of Famer? No. Right. Now, so that's what this guy was like. Yeah, I mean, look, I don't have their numbers side by side or how many years Freeze played with the Cardinals. You know, Brocious was a guy that at that stage of his career was a veteran and played with a bunch of other teams. But Yankee fans will always remember how good he was, not just in that postseason or just that World Series. He was really good for them in that run. But... If I had to try and just off the top of my head draw a comparison, like if the Yankees went to, not that the Yankees have their own Hall of Fame or whatever, but if they did, <laughs> think a lot of names, in yes, that, some household names. names there. I could see Scott Brosian being like Scott Brosian being like, I appreciate that, but mm. well, Ray Knight was a Mets 
uh, 86 World Series MVP, third baseman. Will we put him in the Met Hall of Fame? Why not? 86 Met, well, put the whole team in. Different standards for our team. Oh, now. I see. <laughs> yeah, I just looked at uh, this fella, what's David, David Freeze, Freeze yeah. uh, five years with the Cardinals. All right, I think. Brocious was comparable, maybe a little less with the Yankees. But. World Series champ, uh, World Series MVP, NLCS MVP, and he was an all-star one other year with them. But yeah. other than that, I guess he just didn't feel like, you know what, I don't want my name up there in the, uh, well, good in on the him. Raptors. Yeah. Showing some integrity. Uh, yes. I, I would have taken it, of course. Well, yeah, I think a lot of people would have. I mean, that's cool. I had a great 2011, yeah. and we won the World Series. Yes. So, it, yeah, like, put me in there. Maybe it went really downhill for him after that. I oh, forget. Oh, that now. could be. You're going to Google his stats. I am. Google it. That's correct. Here was an interesting Father's Day note in Major League Baseball. This was this was uh, sad for one father and son and then happy for another father and son, CeeLo, as yeah, things happen. Rough. So the uh, uh, Braves were set to have uh, Charlie Culberson's dad throw out the first pitch for Father's Day. Right. And then right before the game, the Braves designated for assignment Charlie Culberson. Yes, who's been around a while. And then did not have his dad throw out the <laughs> well, first pitch. I mean, how? Or did they decide that, or did Mr. Culberson say, hey, you know what? <laughs> screw Go you screw. guys, yeah. I'm going home. You see a DFA in my son? No thanks, I'll pass on the first pitch. So instead, they had the father of Braves outfielder Michael Harris the second. Yeah. He threw out the first pitch, and then Michael Harris, the second, goes out and goes five for five. Including a bomb of a home run. That's right. Yeah. Five for five and a bomb of a home run. So, sucks for Charlie Culberson and his dad on yeah. Father's Day. That was a rough Father's Day. Yeah. Solid Father's Day for Michael Harris, the second, and his father. Who got off to a dreadful start this season. Michael Harris being did. a major difference maker for them when he got called up last year. Yeah. Yeah. But what was crazy to me about this story beyond everything you just laid out? So Culberson's been around. He's 34. He's bounced around. He's you know he's played quite a bit in the big leagues. I I, I couldn't believe this. I actually went and double checked it. So the Braves called him up May 19th. Today's June 19th. So it it's is a month. One month. He did not get into a single. It's a, he did not make a single appearance in that month. Like they carried him on the roster. And he why never would, got into it. Why would they? And pick, then they just the Father's Day. You know what? That's enough now. You're gone. you're out of here. Was there no other fathers available? Yeah. Well, obviously Michael Harris's dad was available. Maybe they were have all the dads throughout the first pitch. Any dad that was there. Come Maybe, on, dads. But I Come saw on the down. video of Harris. It was, it was just, just one. him. Yeah. That's weird. At least in the video I saw, I only saw one guy. Also thought it was weird in the Yankee Red Sox game one yesterday that uh, there all those seats on the Green Monster. There were uh-huh. a lot of empty seats. I would think Father's Day people want to go with their dads to the ball game. Hmm. Although that was probably the Saturday game that got rained out. That then it was be- because it was always going to be Sunday was always going to be the ESPN. Oh, so then maybe people had Father's Day plans already. Yeah, that they makes, couldn't go to the that game. That makes sense, right? Hey, we were going to go Saturday, and now it's Father's Day afternoon, and we're not going to. But I know yeah. those are bougie seats they up are, in yeah. uh, Green Monster. Yeah. Because I wanted to sit there one time I was going to the Red Sox game. It was expensive. Well, and especially, you know, people that come through that are tourists or visiting. You go to Fenway. Oh, let me sit on top of the monster. Yeah. Like, you could see the appeal of that. Definitely. Yeah. Get yourself Speaking a home run ball. Alex Cord, did you guys do this last week? Complained about, it's like, and it's enough already with the Yankees-Red Sox always be on, being on ESPN. 
That's, that's what the he guy said. who used to work for ESPN <laughs> too. Yeah, he's like, how about we show some other teams? People yeah. in the country would like to watch something other than just the Yankees and the Red Sox. Yeah, no, no, because they ES- had it last Sunday night in the Bronx. Yeah, and then last night in Boston. Yeah, ESPN thinks we really what like it like that rivalry. It's Ten not years even ago, there right fifteen now. years ago, yeah. Right now, it's got no buzz, no juice, no, no buzz, no buzz, buzz, no buzz, no, not none, no buzz, nope. Quick break here, CeeLo. Uh, we got uh, Jerry uh, with Geo at the top of the hour. I've got some of those football those notes those I NFL promised notes. you. Yep, oh, coming yes. up this yes. next break. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there, this is the Rico Bronya Podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f- yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You were you came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya podcast. Available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. 